0: This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Well, well, well. Here it is. It's the height of the summer, and uh, we've had some good weather of late, which is really, really refreshing. Now, the well, maybe not refreshing as much as it uh, has been. Well, intoxicating is a word I would probably use because we waited so long through the uh, winter, and well a late spring, and so on and so forth. So now enjoying the fruits of summer, which includes a lot of festivals and, uh, you know, local municipalities holding events and so on and so forth. One of the issues that has arisen, though, and is being taken out by city council as they're examining this for next year, uh, because they missed the boat on this year, is the... uh, Lack of resources when it comes to, or at least the cost, too, of policing these events, security detail with paid-duty officers and the like, and uh, that does become somewhat of a significant concern. As we've seen, we've learned a hard lesson with the uh, recently completed Raptors Rally and Parade. Mike McCormick is the head of the Police Association, and uh, he's the one who oversees, well, the resources of his uh, people and whether or not there are significant personnel out there to, uh, I guess, staff these events. Mike, how you doing this afternoon?
1: I'm doing good, John. I'm enjoying the weather just like you, man. It welcome, is. A welcome change.
0: Yes, it, it is, and a relief, too, to a certain extent. But I don't know how much relief there is for your resources. I mean, this is where uh, I guess you're in the high water season, if we can say that, uh, of needing to staff these events and the like, are you not?
1: Yeah, I mean, but, John, like, you know, we've been talking about this for the last three, four years, you know, where, you know, we've stopped uh, hiring for a number of years. Uh, We've lost 20%, over 20% of our uniformed staff over the last four years, Uh, over 800 police officers, almost 1,000 police officers down from what we were. We have the lowest amount of police officers we've had since 1997 in a city that's growing exponentially. You know, we looked at the Raptors Parade. We looked at uh, all these huge events, And in a city, like I said, that's growing exponentially, you have a police service that's shrinking in capacity and resources. So that's something we've been concerned about. And, you know, on the heels of all of this, we have a 146% increase in shooting victims over the last four years, something the chief referred to as a blip in 2015. um, That continues to be a demand on resources, uh, complex investigations, all kinds of stuff. And lo and behold, the city or, you know, the police service is shocked that we don't have the resources to fill pay duties, like, duh, you know. Uh, Who didn't see this coming? I don't
0: know. All right, but Mike, when it comes to these kinds of things, let's use the taste of the Danforth as as an example in early August, and you know, a million three about uh, roughly. Now, what's the protocol there? Is uh, there like some of the regular police contingent uh, in addition to that, security, paid duty? I mean, how do we arrive at what we might call a formula to uh, staff these events with security?
1: Right. Well, first of all, John, what we do is, uh, you know, these are private enterprises, BIAs, business, uh, you know, associations that are putting these events together or concerts or whatever the venue is. What everybody has to understand is that these are private events which are being hosted and there is often a profit there. So first step to understand is that We shouldn't be supplying on-duty police officers. If you wanted to throw a party or an event, it should be on-duty police officers. Then the event organizers would look at it and say, "Okay, we want to have," and this is what's really interesting. We want to have because over 85% of the pay duties that are are requested are actually that requested. It's not saying oh you have to have cops Um, it's people who want to have that police presence and why because we're professional we're accountable we show up and a policing presence has a calming effect and uh, an effect on public safety so they would look at that and organize that and then we would also do an analysis and look at it from a planning perspective and say okay what type of event? Is there going to be alcohol served? Is there going to be disorders? Is there going to be traffic shutdowns for mitigation of risk and responsibility and litigation? And then we would say you need X amount of police officers to police this effectively. For instance, we had a, a BIA that wanted to do like a, a taste, not a taste of the Danforth, but another taste sort of event at Young and Dundas Square, and they want to close Young Street between Dundas and Queen. Like you're going to appreciate the logistics of so shutting down those intersections, you'd want to have a policing presence. But the thing is, is that we just do not have the resources to supply them. So, you know, we have all these events that are crying out for police presence, and we don't just don't have the resources. And I don't believe that that should be something that we as taxpayers should pick up the bill for. Uh, for instance, at the, the MLSE and Raptors, where they didn't have enough people to fill the pay duties, they were supplied with with on-duty police officers, and I don't think that's right.
0: Again, Mike McCormick, heads the Toronto Police Association, talking about... These festivals and uh, occasions in the summer where streets are closed off, whole neighborhoods holding some special event or other, and uh, how these are staffed and whether or not it falls upon the taxpayer, upon the organizers... uh the lack of resources, I mean, you might even want to meet the demand, Mike, but what you're saying is you might not have the staff to do it on a particularly busy weekend, let's say. Is all paid duty voluntary? I'm guessing it is, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's all voluntary. And, and you know, and this is the, the other thing, John, is when, you know, they, the the uh, modernization plan or when the, the the chief cut back the size of the service, Now what we're doing is just to staff, so you see the guys driving around and the girls driving around the cars every day, just to staff our primary response unit, which are the the people out in the divisions, actually almost 25 to 30% of that on a daily basis is being done through callback and overtime because we don't have the resources. So now you've added the component of you know, where do you have those resources? So the officers are saying, look, you know, our, our first commitment is to our communities and we're going to be working in divisions. So they don't, you're also taking up where they would have had free time to do pay duties that. Weekend before, like the amount of people we, being shot, four or five or seven shooting victims, uh, four shootings, like the amount of resources that we're using when our people are out there, this is something we've been talking about for a long time. The violence is going up, amount of people go, shot going up, Uh, And the police service going down. And like I say, you know, I'm scratching my head saying, how could the people who are running the service not anticipate these type of issues?
0: So there's not a protocol that's sort of in place that says if you've got uh, 5,000 people, X amount of security are necessary, 10,000, you double the quotient, so on and so forth. There's nothing like that then?
1: No, what, you know, and this is one of the recommendations, and again, you know, a lot of time reading these things, I keep going back to scratching my head because I'm trying to figure it all out. But one of the recommendations is that we should be doing like a risk analysis. And anybody who's been in policing and knows policing knows we already do that. So if you're having an event, you look at, like I said, the location, where are the event's being held. Is there going to be alcohol? What type of event? Is there a potential for disorder? And then we would look at it and say, okay, what is the amount of police officers you need to have that done in a safe and effective way, and then you look at traffic direction as well, and what what would you need? So each, and this is the way it should be done, uh, each event is judged accordingly on how many police officers. But you brought up like the taste of the Danforth, and talking to the BIA there, they are crying out for more police officers, and unfortunately, uh, we don't have the numbers to fill them, and they want more to see more police presence because they know what a calming and public safety, uh, impact on public safety, that visible uniform is.
0: And they pick up the costs entirely of the paid duty. By the way, uh, what does it cost, say, uh, on a person-by-person basis for paid duty officers?
1: Yeah, I, I mean, what it is, it's a, it's around uh, the, the $70 an hour mark. And what it is, it's time and a half. So we haven't had any exponential increases. It's just like any other uh, job where you come in and do overtime. So they get paid time and a half. For the hours that they're working, so it's just like any other uh, any other job. But you know, and another thing that we we found is like you know, a lot of people that are uh, like we we've suggested in like where you don't require paid duty to use security or somebody else like that. And what the response from a lot of the BIA's and other organizations is that they hire a security guard. And it's just not the same. They, they, they don't have the presence. They don't have the authorities. And people really uh, respect police officers in the city, despite what some people uh, have to say. But, um, you know, it, it, again, uh, I think that uh, it, it's an effective way to police these events when you have the right staff. But I do not think that we should be supplying on-duty police officers when somebody can't do pay duty and and not expecting them to pick up the tab. We shouldn't be paying for that as taxpayers.
0: Interesting. Well, you know, there are some people who have actually complained, saying these paid-duty officers are on their own time, but they're wearing the badge and the gun that's issued by the city, and therefore there ought to be some kind of remuneration for that privilege back to the city. What do you say?
1: I say... Good point, because it's already being done. And in fact, the Police Service Board collected $4 million, uh, over $4 million last year in administrative fees to offset the cost of the uniform. So not only does the purchaser of the pay duty pay for that officer's time, but they're also paying for wear and tear on equipment, the use of the uniform and everything. So, yeah, it is one of the only significant revenue generators for the Police Service Board, over $4 million last year. So, you know, that's somewhere already on top of
0: Right. And there's no separate tier that you could deputize people being like a quasi. I'm just trying to think of mitigating the costs. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. So you deputize the guy uh, for the weekend. It's like Barney Fife. You give him one bullet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: one bullet and half a gun in a barrel. Uh, so, yeah, one shoelace. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, John, the, the bottom line is like if, if you're hosting an event or I'm hosting an event, you know, I want to have the best. Uh, the security possible. I want to have the, the most public confidence and people love the cops and they want to see a cop and, I, and it has a calming effect. If, if something goes sideways at event, events and, yeah, you know, we, we saw that in other jurisdictions, the UK, for instance, when they were doing the Olympics and some stuff around that, that, uh, you know, you know um, they had private security and, and things went sideways. Like police officers have a presence, they have an authority, and, you know, I don't think you want to have a deputy, but that's a good analogy. You don't want a party fight there. <laughs> there you. One bullet, yeah. Deputized
0: yeah. for the weekend. Why not?
1: Deputized for the weekend. All got right. A dog and a cat or a dingo on a leash. I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike, we'll let you go. I appreciate you weighing right. in. Enjoy the rest of the summer.
1: All right. Take care.
0: You got Mike uh, McCormick as the president of the Toronto Police Association. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast.